The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. So today's show is called Three Steps to Go from Overwhelm into Creation. And I can speak to this topic for so many reasons, but one is that my constant state uh, prior to using these amazing tools from Access Consciousness was overwhelm. I was constantly overwhelmed. I was always overwhelmed. I lived in overwhelm and it was exhausting. And so these are three different kind of ways or, I don't know, steps isn't really the right word because you don't have to use them in this order. But they're just different ways that if that is something you experience or when it comes up for you to really change it. Because one of the questions that we ask in Access is, truth, would an infinite being truly choose this? And that's really what got me looking at the overwhelm years ago, was when I would feel it, and then I would ask myself that, like, truth, would an infinite being truly choose overwhelm? And it was always no. So then when, when we get that response, when we have that awareness, then we ask, so why am I? Like, what's the value? What, what's going on that I'm actually choosing something that an infinite being wouldn't? Because what I know is true for me is that I'm an infinite being. So when I choose less than what I could be choosing, there's something going on there. And so that really is what started me to look at it and, and really be with it. So the first step or the first tip or the first whatever uh, is, is it yours? You know, this whole reality is often an overwhelm. This whole reality has really bought that that is, that is really a way to live here. That's probably the only way to live here. Like, and, and some people have really, uh, what's that called? Like when they really... Um, they really make it pretty. They really, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a word, but I'm not thinking of it, where they really make it um, glorify, you know, and I've seen it on Facebook where there's those little, you know, things don't glorify being busy because that's often we put our worth in that. It's right. If we're not running 110 miles an hour, getting everything done, being really important and really valuable, then there's no value to us. And that's definitely a piece of it. You know, next time you go into overwhelm, just check in. Is it yours? And I would even play with, you know, truth. Would an infinite being truly choose this? And it's such a great question in any sort of way. Like it doesn't have to even be overwhelm. It could be when you're annoyed with traffic or when you're um, angry with a friend or something. Like just would an infinite being truly choose this? And then you will get a no and then you can just, okay, so what's the value to me? What am I doing here? And for me, I remember a lot of times was the energy of, well, what else do you do? <laughs> like, truly, there's, no, there's nothing else to do. Like, that's just how you be here. And so anywhere that that's the message that you got, that that was the way to be here was an overwhelm or any other state that isn't a choice, will you destroy it and create it all? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, shorts, boys, meons. 
So is it yours? Is that overwhelm yours? Are you just aware of what so many people on the planet are choosing? Yeah, you're aware of what so many people on the planet are choosing. So everywhere that you haven't acknowledged just how aware you are, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you really, really, really want to start acknowledging that, guys. Because the more that you acknowledge your awareness, the less that you actually buy the lie that it is yours. You know, it's not that I don't perceive overwhelm anymore. I totally perceive it. I just don't play with it as though it's mine. You know, that was the way I used to operate was if I... If I perceive something, the first thing I did was I called it mine. You know, if you, if you heard me, if you were paying attention earlier, I was talking about feeling overwhelmed. Now, feeling overwhelmed is very different to perceiving overwhelm, right? Like even the energy between those two, but feeling it is where I've made it mine, I've personalized it, I'm acting it out, and perceiving it is like it's in a sense external to me, like I'm aware of it. Totally, it's over there. It's it's in here, it's over there, it's over there. <laughs> but you can't see where I'm pointing, but I'm pointing because, <laughs> you know, radio. And, uh, and so it's like I perceive it, but I don't have to make it mine. I don't have to fix it. I do not have to make it real. And that's the biggest difference. Once you start acknowledging, even if it's just baby steps, you guys, once you start acknowledging your awareness like that it's awareness, whether it's overwhelm or it's frustration or it's anger or it's a headache or it's a pain in your body or whatever. Once you start acknowledging that it's awareness, it no longer controls you or owns you. You no longer have to make it real. It just becomes where, oh, I'm perceiving that. I'm perceiving anger. I'm perceiving money frustration, perceiving uh, a headache. So everywhere you've been owning it, Instead of just acknowledging the infinite awareness you truly be, we just start and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then look at that. So, you know, when you ask, is it yours, you will very well, I'll say this. If you get that it is, if your awareness is, yes, it is yours, then destroy and create everywhere that you've bought and sold that it's yours. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because we can have made something so real to us that we override our awareness when we ask if it's ours as a yes. We get the yes, it is ours because we have bought and sold it as ours so, so incredibly. And so you just want to destroy it and create it so that you actually have infinite awareness, not, I'm going to say skewed awareness, I'm not sure that's the right word, but where you're not overriding your awareness. Because anytime when you ask if something is yours, something like this, something that isn't infinite joy, infinite space, infinite possibilities, and you get a yes, just destroy it and create everywhere you bought that it's yours, and then ask again. So truth, is it yours? No, okay just turn and create it, return to sender with consciousness. And then you can be like, okay, so now what can I choose? You know, if I wasn't choosing overwhelm right now, what could I choose? What could I create? How much more ease could this be? How much more fun could I have here? Like where you're actually going from conclusion into question, into possibilities, into really changing it, from the the conclusion, the the was the heavy energy. Yes, uh, I'm really a loss for words today. So <laughs> we'll go, we'll go with the heavy energy. Now you might find that it's not. Um, it kind of comes back, and you're you know maybe it goes away for three minutes, and it comes back, and there's there's a lot of kind of. Uh, push and pull in a sense with is it yours I sometimes find the question who am I being here to really shift and change that if I'm not able to change it with is it mine and, and then clear it return to sender then who am I being here because that becomes 
then where you're willing to have an awareness that it's possibly you're mimicking maybe a parent or a spouse or somebody that you've probably spent a lot of time with, maybe a boss, maybe you've seen the way that your boss acts and kind of took that on as, oh, okay, they're successful, they've got the power, they've got the success, whatever it might be, that's how you be here. And a lot, well, probably all the time, that's never a cognitive thought. It's more of an energetic where you're kind of looking, going, oh, okay, so I see that they've got so much of what I'd like to create in my life, then I'm going to mimic everything (laughs) that they do. And that really, anywhere that you've done that, will you just destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, bad, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because one thing you can do, you can duplicate the consciousness that somebody used to create something that you would like to create. So you could ask to, you know, universe, what would it take to duplicate Oprah's consciousness with regards to wealth? Anything that doesn't allow that, destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, fox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Duplicating the consciousness that Oprah used to create the wealth she has is totally different than mimicking the way that Oprah does wealth. Because, I mean, I don't know her well enough to know, but I've heard her on her TV show years ago, you know, talk about having to reuse um, fake eyelashes because she always felt like she didn't have the money or that, you know, there wasn't enough. So we don't want to be mimicking that crazy. And I mean, an interesting point of view that I think it's crazy, but there there was an energy of lack and scarcity to it way back when. No, she may not have that anymore. And it's not about, you know, not reusing fake eyelashes because she's got lots of money, so she didn't have to. That's an interesting point of view also. But it's really where you want to duplicate the consciousness that she used. Nothing more, not the unconsciousness, not the anti-consciousness, but the consciousness. So... It is something you can do, but what we're looking for right now is in that overwhelm, who are you being? Who did you see around you either growing up or somewhere along the way that chose that as, as a probably a regular operating system that you on some level went, oh, that, that's who I need to be. That's how I need to be. That's how you be here. So all of that mimicking that you've been doing, we destroyed and created all, return to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And this is such a yummy clearing. This is from the foundation manual. And if you haven't got your butt to a foundation class, get your butt to a foundation class. Because, uh, man, they are amazing. Uh, and they're all around the world. You know, I've got many coming up in Canada and the U.S. over the next five or six months. and Well, six months, I guess. And wherever you are, there likely is a foundation class within driving distance. And this clearing is so phenomenal. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of other people that keeps you from the chaos that never allows you to be controlled by anyone other than you? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of other people that keeps you from the chaos that never allows you to be controlled by anyone other than you? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And in the foundation class, you actually learn the body process to change the biomimetic and biometric mimicry that you've impelled on your body. Because what Gary and Dane found, who are the founders of Access, uh, a few years ago was that, well, probably they've had it for many years, where people would say, returning to sender doesn't change it. You know, I've tried, I know what you're saying, I've done it a million times and it doesn't change it. 
And what they found was that uh, there are times and people and places and things and whatever that we mimic so much we actually store it in our body. And so they're, they're from that conversation, they created, a, well, not created, they became aware of a body process that we can have done on our bodies that really starts to shift and change it. And I'll tell you what, when it first came out, like, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was wild. Like the, wow, totally wild. I find like most things that, that we come across in Access, when it's very new, there's like kabam, kaboom, whoa. And then as many people around the planet start to use it and change it, it, it doesn't, it's, it still works. Don't, that's not what I mean at all. But there isn't kind of this, like I can actually stay awake during the process now. I guess that's what I should say. Whereas before, like as soon as it started to run, I would knock out, like knock out. Like I'm sure if there was a fire in the building, I was getting the process done. I wouldn't actually wake up. Like it was so, it ran so much. Now maybe that's just me. You know, maybe that was just on my body. And now because I've had it done so many times and it's just one of those things that if, if this, if that really makes sense to you, like, man, I've used who does it belong to, I've returned to sender, none of it changes, either, you know, get your butt to a foundation class and, and get this process or go and find a practitioner, find somebody in your area who knows how to do it, who's taken the class and get a session or a hundred <laughs> and actually Gary recommends somewhere between 200 and 300 times. Now you can't force that. So when he has a recommendation like that, that's not from, so every time you go, you must get that process done. Uh, don't do that because your body won't receive from it unless it's truly asking for it. I don't mean it won't receive from it, but not to the degree that it could. So if you go for you know, if you go with the conclusion that that's the session you need to have and your body's saying, I would really love my bars ran, uh, you'll receive more from what your body would like compared to what you've decided. So everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyond. So back to what we're talking about in terms of changing overwhelm into creation. When you're perceiving overwhelm, acknowledge it's a perceiving of it. And is it yours? Is that overwhelm yours? Would an infinite being truly choose overwhelm? And then look at changing that. Looking at Look at choosing beyond that. Look at what's really going on. Now, we still have two more things that we'll talk about in the other segments. So those might assist too. And probably every time will be a little bit different. And I know for me at this point, it's, it, it's so rare that I, I even get into that energy anymore. I certainly perceive it, absolutely, but I don't buy it as mine anymore. And I literally, you guys, lived there. Like, oh my gosh. And I can remember, you know, being so unkind to, of course, me, to hubby, to anybody who interrupted that energy, um, or like not interrupted that energy, interrupted me when I was in that energy, because it just felt like, you know, everybody then was trying to, um, add to the overwhelm but I could just I oh I remember oh gosh not being so kind at times just from that that explosive like oh my god I've got so much to do and blah 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 so anywhere that you've been or done that with this energy or I guess any other energy and you're judging yourself for it will you destroy and create it all return to sender with consciousness yeah right wrong good bad online pot pot shorts boys and beyonds all right we're gonna head to break and we'll be right back it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenice.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. 
What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about three steps to go from overwhelm into creation with step one being, is it yours? Step two, or whatever the proper word would be, would be looking at is, you know, is what you're doing when you're perceiving that overwhelm, is it something you really require to be doing? Like, so many of us, myself included, uh, really, I don't know if it's asking for help or if it's just because we can do it all, we think we should do it all, whatever it is, a lot of times that is the big thing for me when I perceive that overwhelm is that I'm actually doing something that isn't required for me to be doing. And it's either not required because it's not really where my my strengths are. So it's taking me longer than it normally would take somebody who had the capacities. Or maybe I've got the capacities, but I don't love doing it. That is a big energy also. And it really is. Like when you can get that sense. I remember the very first time I hired a house cleaner. Like that that was a game changer for me. And we were actually living in Vermilion, I remember it. And I believe like, I don't know if it was $10 an hour or something. That was probably back in in the 1990s. Uh, No, I had started my business. So probably in 2002, 2003. Um, And so it was just this like, wow, I'm in here doing this stuff that I love to do. And she's out there doing what she loved to do. Like how, how miraculous is that? And, and then looking at like, where else, where else, what else could you give up doing? Like really looking at that and, and getting a sense of there actually are people who are better at things that you don't love than you. And I actually recently had a conversation about this with a friend of mine. Her and I swap sessions quite often and we were talking about this. And I made the comment of something like, and it was in regards to something with business, something like, it's easier for me to do because I'm I'm the best at it. Like something, you know, that probably many, many people could do, but that was the, the comment. And and this is the thing, guys, that you want to be really aware of if you're, if you're truly willing to change things is when you're either in a session or you're swapping with somebody and you, you, you're aware that you can really uh, change something, really just speak whatever comes up. Because even when I said it, I knew that wasn't the appropriate way to say it, not like, you know, the access speak or whatever you want to say, but that way she could get the true energy of what was going on for me. So even though I probably, you know, five years ago would have totally edited that, edited that before I said it out loud, now when I'm into something like that, and actually probably a lot of times, I'll just say it so that I can even become aware of it. You guys have heard me on this radio show where it's like, oh wait, no, I want to change that and I'm going to just try and create that and I'm going to, like where I'll process myself because that's really the more true and real and whatever's up in your world that you're willing to speak about from where it's at, the, the more easy it is to actually change it. So, you know, when I said that, I was very aware how 
much of a limitation that sounded like. Uh, but then we had the energy to go with that. And it was so funny because it was, it was a really simple question. She asked me back something like, so would you be willing to ask for people who can do it better than you? And it was like, oh, right, yes. I had created, you know, experiences where I had hired people or had people assisting that I could do it better than or quicker than or more efficient than based on my point of view that I can do it better. And that really is the point of view of I'm not willing to receive any assistance. Like really when we look at that, so it becomes a course, our point of view creates our reality. So if we have the point of view, kind of the underlying point of view that receiving assistance or maybe giving up control, that would be another big piece for me, um, is, is wrong or bad or something will, horrible will happen, then we create experiences and circumstances where we go, oh see, I can do it better, so I'll just keep doing it myself. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because to me, it's such a big piece. And it's really, you guys, something I'm still really looking at changing and clearing and really demanding of myself for it to be different for 2017. Because, and I, you know, I've been saying this a lot lately, just kind of to myself of, just because I can do it myself doesn't mean that creates more. And so in Access, we talk about these different kind of um, capacities. So creator is a capacity, mover is a capacity, and uh, connector is a capacity. And those are different energies that you'd want if you're running a business. A creator obviously creates things. Uh, a connector will talk to anybody about anything. So they're, they're, you know, love people, they love sharing, they love sharing what works for them, uh, connector. And then a mover isn't so much, like I used to actually think a mover had to be the person who went and set up the chairs for the class, but that's not actually it. A mover, and it can be, but a mover is aware of what needs to be done ahead of time. So they're aware that they need to get somebody to set up the chairs. They're aware that they need a projector for the class. They're, you know, like that's a mover. And you want all of those energies in your business. Now, along with that, there's something called foundation, which means they're all of those. So creator, connector, and mover. And you can be two you can be three, you could be one, and there isn't a right or a wrong by any means, you guys. And I'm a foundation, which means I create, I connect, and I move, and I do them very well. And <laughs> just because I can does not mean it creates more when I do. And that's really, really where I'm looking at, okay, so what is required? What do I love? Where's my brilliance the most? And where can I bring people in and getting out of all of those points of view that the really the underlying ones you know the, the kind of the basic or not I don't know basic point of view but the 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 one on the top is oh hey I can do this better than other people but what's what's really below that is receiving isn't that ease for me in this capacity, I've, I've cleared it and I've been willing to receive on so many levels. This is an area that just, I wonder what it would be like to receive even more and to be willing. And, and for me, and again, in that, in that swapping session with my friend was kind of looking at the letting go of control. Like that was what really kept coming up. It's like, okay, so hand it over. And she was like, you know, imagine having a business where you just literally like went, okay, so where am I going today? Oh, what am I doing? Oh, I'm walking in here to do this. Like where you, you know, I really had no um, cognitive awareness of kind of what was going on and somebody else had my calendar and, and it was like, whew, hmm, wow, I don't know. Like, whew, really? Because <laughs> even like I, I use a travel agent, I've used her for years. I love her. And a lot of times I actually go and find the flights first and then we'll just send it to her to book them. <laughs> 
I know, right? Like, even when I say that out loud, and I was just talking about this with a friend the other night, and I just realized, and I just said to her, it's, you know, easier for me, and then the, you know, my travel agent doesn't have to come back and forth with me. And I didn't recognize it until just that moment when I was speaking about it, like right now, like not even when I was talking to my friend about it, how much of that energy I gained was. Like, if that's my travel agent's job, if that's what she does, then she probably going back and forth with me about what dates and times is probably okay. But I was, oh my gosh, what an, oh wow. (sighs) Everything that is, I, and maybe if there's any energy there for you too, am going to destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. My goodness, that is funny. You know, and, and I was listening to something the other day. I have so many audios and stuff that I listen to with, with Gary and Dane. And, and um, it, was, it was Dane who was speaking and he said, when you, when you make an ask, when you make an ask, when you ask for something, when you demand of you, when like that energy, whatever isn't going to assist with creating that will show up. And so this is really interesting to me because I literally just had this conversation in this this swapping session with a friend last week and really kind of from that conversation went, you know what, this changes now. I'm so done with this now. And the targets that I have for 2017, yeah, can I do them all by myself? Absolutely. And you know what? It's not fun. And that just doesn't feel super light. And will it create more? No. So really made the demand last week. And now I'm so aware of like, you know, even this stuff with the travel agent coming up and having the awareness of, hey, yeah, can I go on and find the flights that work for me and save her time? Yes. (laughs) Does that even make sense? Like that's literally jumping into her universe and superior bitching her of what she should and shouldn't do gosh this is just so such a bizarre awareness and I'm so grateful for it so thanks again for being a part of it you guys and and really look at in your life where are you not willing to ask for help help isn't the right word contribution let's go with that I, I really enjoy that word even though it is a little bit access speaky um, but really to ask for the contribution to really receive the contribution everywhere you're not willing to ask and receive for the contribution that is waiting to be gifted to you <sighs> we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad all nine podpock shorts, boys and beyonds. That's just, it's such a funny awareness to have. And to, to not have caught myself in the conversation the other night when I was saying, you know, it's easier for me just to go and find the flights and then she doesn't have to come and back and forth with me. And I didn't even catch that when I said that. That is so interesting to me. Cool. I'm grateful that I caught it now and that I'm aware of it now. And so it's looking at when you are perceiving that overwhelm in situations and the is it yours and all of the stuff we talked about in the first segment doesn't really read, check in. Is that overwhelm more so your awareness saying, hey, this isn't fun for you. Hey, you don't require to do this. Hey, you're taking a lot of time here. And does that make sense? You know, so it depends too. That was the other thing. Sometimes from a logical perspective, you can look at things and say, and I remember doing that with the very first housekeeper. And again, I think she was $10 an hour. At the time I was charging hmm, 45, I think, for a Reiki session. So I was able to look at that and go, well, if I clean my house and it takes me two hours, then that could be the potential of say $90 that I couldn't be making because I'm cleaning my house and otherwise paying her 20. So it made more sense logically. And, and logic, of course, Gary says, and, and I get totally get thinking is stinking. And sometimes I require that probably maybe, well, I was going to say maybe not so much anymore, but sometimes, and it's okay. But just to look at it from a different angle and be like, okay, does this even make sense? And that's what I'm thinking right now. Like, so when I go on the airlines and I find the flights that work for me, and let's say it 
I don't know, takes me half an hour and my hourly rate's $1,000, it just cost me $500 to do that. Like, that's really funny. (laughs) That's really funny. I should start paying myself (laughs) to to look up flights. I I don't know how well my my gal gets paid. the airlines actually pay her, so I don't, I don't pay her, you know, additionally. So I would expect $500 for an hour she would quite like. So. <laughs> anyway, I'm making fun of myself now. So, so looking at that, when you are perceiving that overwhelm, if it's something that isn't fun for you or something you don't require to be doing, you know, I remember when Hubby retired and we were kind of talking about like what what now? What would he be doing? And and he was like, well, you know, everything you're doing that I can't do is what he would do. And so then cooking and cleaning and errands and groceries and like everything. And I remember at the time just being like, well, you know what, he... I'll probably have to do that or I'll probably still do that or and then at one point I actually said to him I said well what about the bills and all of that do you want to take that over and he just looked at me like with you know deer in a headlight look like what please don't make me do that he said I would do anything but that he said please and I actually quite enjoy doing that so I said no problem I just thought you know maybe that was something you wanted to do he's like no like don't make me do that and and that it was totally fine, but you know, I wonder as I'm talking about it, I wonder, is there that energy for you somewhere, and I'm looking in my own life too, where if somebody walked up to you and said, Would you do this? if you would be like, No, please don't make me do that, that you haven't acknowledged that energy, that you're maybe still doing it, you know where you could change that, but we don't acknowledge it because that's just part of living, right? It's like for some reason, when hubby was working and I was working, the house stuff fell on me. Now, his was the yard stuff. So, I mean, I have not ever cut grass. I have never, ever done uh, snow blowing or snow shoveling the snow at all. Like, he, he that has been his job. Um, I never really found it balanced, <laughs> but... <laughs> who knows? Anyway, so, you know, and if somebody would have come up to me you know, even before I hired my first housekeeper, that literally would have been the energy. Like, no, God, no, don't make me do anything but clean the house. But it's part of living. And so I just did it, right? Until then I was willing to look at, okay, what's it costing me to to do it myself? Oh, $75 or $90 or whatever. So bringing in somebody in, in to do it and that so it's like where do we have that energy but we're not even acknowledging it that if we would be so honest with ourselves, then we could totally shift and change it we could totally ask for somebody to come in and take that over for us yeah so everything that doesn't allow us (laughs) to be aware of what doesn't work for us what isn't fun for us what doesn't contribute Uh, to our lives and livings and money flows and revenue streams and businesses and anything else for us to be doing. Anything that doesn't allow us to be aware of it on three way to store and uncreate it all. One, two, three. 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 Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, box, shorts, boys, meons. And then what you can do once you have the awareness of it, you can then just ask, okay, universe, bring me somebody who can do this better than I can which is the question I'd been refusing to ask. <laughs> oh, not anymore. And and just looking at it, be like, okay, so, you know, let's say you're like me with house cleaning. Okay, universe, bring me somebody who's better at this than I am. And then be aware. Be aware when somebody tells you how amazing their housekeeper is, or be aware when you uh, are looking through the Facebook uh, feed, the Facebook feed, Facebook feed, and and notice, you know, somebody advertising their house cleaning services or something, and then go into question, you know, so truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I talk with this person? Truth, what would the planet be like in five years if I don't talk with this person? And so then you're always following the energy as to creating more and having whoever, whatever would contribute to you. So anything that doesn't allow that, we just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, shorts, boys, beyonds. And now we are off to break.
Enhance your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Hello and welcome back. So we are talking about three steps to go from overwhelm into creation. One thing you want to look at is, is it yours? The other thing is, is what you're doing truly required of you? Or is it fun for you? (laughs) And the third one that we're going to talk about on this segment is, there's a funny question that you can ask. And I say funny because I resisted it so much when I first learned about it and, and to use it in terms of overwhelm because it's the most unintuitive question to ask from my interesting point of view until I started asking it and I realized that it literally changed everything. So next time you are perceiving overwhelm, ask, what can I add to my life today to change this right away? (laughs) I told you it didn't make sense. It is the exact opposite of what we actually think we should be doing, right? When we are in overwhelm, you want to start taking things away. You want to start doing less. You want to start you know, in a sense, kind of what I was talking about earlier, but not the same energy of like, okay, well then start delegating. Um, But a totally different energy. But actually, when we add to our life, if you've ever noticed, if you had two things on your to-do list for a day, or if you had 22 things to do on your to-do list for the day, which day feels more productive? And which day does it take you less time to do things? Yes, the day that you have 22 things on your to-do list. That is actually so true and real for us, or at least for me. You know what? Perceive it for yourself. But for me, once I really started asking and willing to add things to my life, that sense of overwhelm was gone. Because that's if I have two things to do, it takes me four times as long to do them than if I have 22 things. The more we have on the go, the more that is our natural way of being. Now, you want to look at the energy behind having things on the go. Because if you have things on the go to fit in, to make yourself look like you're valuable, to, you know, from any energy other than it's fun for you, then it's not, this question will not actually work. Because you're not actually, it's not a true uh, desire to change it. You're just looking to fit in even more, I guess, would be the way to look at it. So it's really shifting and changing it. It's really looking at, you know, okay, so what else can I add to my life here? 
Like, what else would be fun for me to do? And the more that you're willing to ask that, that what you would have perceived as overwhelm starts to shift and change because you don't have time to be, you know, focusing on is that word in the sentence just right for that article? You know, if you've ever had the the whole thing of perfection and trying to, you know, make it just right and make it just perfect. And if you have 20 things, 22 things on your to-do list, you don't have time for that. You just write it out, you get it done and you move on to the next thing. And that is so much more natural and true and real. And I know for myself, the less that I, um, I'm going to say play with it, that's not the right word. Uh, tr- the less that I try to make it a something whether it's that article or a video or whatever, the more ease that it is and the better that it actually turns out. When I was in uh, Phoenix, I did two days training with a company. Uh, I use Infusionsoft as my software and they have, it's just an amazing, I just love the software. Some people don't, but I absolutely love it. And so this company did, um, just worked with me and and helped me set stuff up and, and do things. And at the end of the second day, it was a two-day training, at the end of the second day, they asked if I would, you know, go in with their video guy and just do a testimonial. And I said, absolutely. And so they had one guy come and ask me questions while the video guy was taking video. And we just boomed him out, like boom, boom, boom. And and the guy who was asking questions kind of looked at me after and he said, I don't think we've ever had anybody not have to, you know, continuously do some retakes. He said, like, you must do a lot of video. And and I said, yeah, absolutely. I said, and I, one, I don't like doing retakes because then the, to me, the more times I do a retake, the, the less real it is. And that I, I'm aware of that energy, you know, when I'm watching somebody's video or uh, whatever, like I'm aware of that energy when it feels more scripted. And that I don't like. It's the same with this radio show. You know, I literally come on. I have the title because I need to give it to Voice America. But beyond that, I don't have a clue other than sometimes. Like this show, I did write out what the three things were because there's so many different things that I could talk about with, you know, with changing anything, right? I have a lot of shows of six things or 10 things or three things of, I have, you know, with those in the title. And it just gives me, you know, kind of, okay, in this segment, I'll talk about this. But a lot of times I come on those with no clue what they're going to be, which is quite fun. And sometimes I do. And in this case, so I did have those, those three written out, um, just kind of what they are though, not a clue of what I'm going to speak about to them, which allows me so much space because what a lot of people tell me when they when they thank me for my radio show is I feel like you're speaking directly to me. And the way that I can do that is not being scripted. Because if I was scripted, I couldn't be aware of the listeners. And I can be aware of listeners whether they're listening, you know, today or tomorrow or in 25 years. That is how phenomenal my awareness is just like yours so then I just speak I don't even think about it I'm not sitting here going okay you know what's listener 2004 going to need to hear right now I don't do that that would be exhausting and probably really annoy me and not be fun for you to listen to Uh, but I'm just aware and I just speak to whatever comes up because I know that somewhere that that really will resonate for somebody and I speak about my life because I can't speak about anything else you know for so many years and and I was uh, talking to a gal who said she was watching some of my old videos and how I don't speak the same I don't act the same like she said it was just she said it was night and day and I said exactly because back then in my more what I'm going to say my metaphysical days I had to be, this is my point of view, I had to be the the perfect facilitator, I had to say the right things, I had to act the right way, and be the perfect way on the video, which, I mean, can you get the sense of judgment in that? Like, oh my god, the judgment in that. And so I was in constant judgment of me, of am I saying it the right way, am I doing it the right way, am I... Uh, soft enough? Am I spiritual enough? Am I, am I, am I? Which was judgment, 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 judgment. And when people watched it, they didn't really get the energy of what I was, you know, 
hoping they would get. What they were getting was the energy of the judgment, judgment, judgment. And then, and also no, um, no connection with it from that place either. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, meons. And in no way is it wrong to be scripted or to have an idea of what you're going to talk about. That's not wrong at all, you guys, because really that's, you know, probably when I first started, I don't actually remember trying to think but probably when I first started there was a lot more scripting uh in in my shows for sure that it it takes a muscle at least it's it you know took me building a muscle of just being able to speak to anything the other piece of that was the willingness to mess up the willingness to make it really really wrong the willingness to have nobody listen to it the willingness to annoy people like all of that too has to be done, right? Like I'm, I have to be willing to do that or I'm in judgment of myself. I was actually, yesterday when I was doing some of the, the kind of the fill in the blanks work for the stuff that the, that company did for me in Phoenix and I was adding pressure to myself going, oh my gosh, I've got to get this done. I don't want to waste the money, you know, so the money that I paid them. Um, I don't want to waste the money by not getting this done. And I just stopped myself and I'm like, okay, first off, <laughs> destroy and uncreate all the lies about waste because can you actually waste money? Of course you can't waste money. So destroy and uncreated all that. But then also looked at what if I don't? Like what if I don't get any of this done? What if that was just... Uh, a two-day trip with some fun guys that, you know, hubby and I got to see some really beautiful uh, spots on the earth. Like, what if that's all it was? You know, really looking at it from that perspective instead of the pressure of, I've got to get this done, it's got to be done right, and I've got to make sure that I don't lose my money or that it's worth it. You know, all of those judgments, because as soon as I do that, guess what? I won't do it. That is how cute we are. Uh, a lot of times when we have that sort of um, do or die or do or fail or that kind of pressure on ourselves, we just go, fuck it, I'm not doing this. So everywhere that you've done that, we well, just start and create it all, return to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Everything that you're not willing to lose, everyone you're not willing to lose, all of that, we just destroy and create it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put box, shorts, boys, meons. Because whatever we have that energy with, we actually are controlled by it. And as soon as we feel controlled, we fight back. And so you want to look at that, you know, if you're, um, if you're not willing for, let's say you're married, if you're not willing for that marriage to end, that person can do anything to you or within the marriage or outside the marriage and you will dance for them and I know that sounds really extreme but it's true if you're not willing to lose it now I'm not I am willing for my marriage to end do I desire it to end no but I'm willing for it to end which means I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to, if he did something that did not work for me, then it'd be like, hey, love ya, see ya, I'm out. Whereas five years ago, that wasn't actually a possibility in my world. So he could have been or done anything and I would have stayed. That was just, that was just how I operated back then. And then it's just now, it's like, hey, cool. I am willing to lose anything or anyone. And I'm willing to be aware of when I'm not also, which was that energy that came up yesterday with getting some of these pieces filled in and feeling, oh, I've got to get it done. Or that will have been a waste of time and a waste of money and all of that. Those are just really interesting points of view. There are also ways that I could ensure that I didn't receive from that whole experience. And that whole experience was so freaking phenomenal. Not only did I get to meet and play with some of the most phenomenal people on the planet at the class in Arizona, love you guys, um, but I also got to really experience Sedona. Like, And I mean, I'd never been there before, and I know there's so much more to it. And what we did get to play with and, and the energies and the beautifulness and the, oh my gosh, 
And then the guys at Six Division and then the gals, all of them were amazing. So to go into now, I have to get this done or it's a waste, is blocking off everything that I could receive from that. So everything that is, and anywhere you might have done that, destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, but pop shorts, boys, and beyonds. Before we end, I want to talk quickly about some classes I've got coming up. Like I said, I've got lots of foundation classes coming up. It's quite interesting. So starting February 24th in Victoria, BC, foundation. Then March 8th, we're going to do bars in Lloydminster. Uh, and then March 9th, we will start foundation also in Lloydminster. May 10th, Sweet Tanya and I are going to co-facilitate bars in Edmonton. And May 11th, I will facilitate the foundation also in Edmonton. Then May 24th, there is three of us that are going to co-facilitate bars in Denver. Then starting May 25th, I will facilitate foundation in Denver. Then Las Vegas, I'm so excited, uh, starting June 1st, in uh, we will do foundation. And then off to Swift Current, starting June 8th, we will do foundation. So in interesting to me, there's so many foundation classes on my, uh, on my schedule. They are such a phenomenal life-changing class, such a phenomenal life-changing class. So, all right. So let's just recap really quickly. When you are perceiving overwhelm and you are willing to change it, check in, is that yours? Would an infinite being truly choose that? You could also check in, are you desiring to do what you're doing? Is it fun for you? Do you love it? Yeah, maybe you could, you know, outcreate me and start being willing to receive from people who can do things better than you. Uh, and then also looking at asking the bizarre, and I call it a bizarre question, that's an interesting point of view, but it is to be a bizarre question. You know, what can I add to my life right now to change this? Because that is, for me, a lot of times, that's all that is required. If the other two don't really, you know, match the energy of what's going on, it's like, okay, I'm probably bored. And I don't know if you've noticed, but being bored is not something that creates more for us. Being bored is mm, probably on the verge of dangerous for us. <laughs> you know, and this is where I talk about, you know, if you're walking down the street and somebody looks at you funny, if you don't have enough on the go, you start to make a story about that. You go, oh, they looked at me funny because blah, blah, blah. And if you have the 22 things on your list or 52 or 107, whatever it might be, then you actually probably are aware they looked at you funny, but don't have time to give a shit of how they looked at you. So that's the difference for me, that really that acknowledgement of, hey, you know what, I get that they've got something going on. That's their own crazy. If they want to talk to me about it, I'm totally cool with that. Otherwise, I'm going to be over here being really super awesome. So everywhere you haven't been willing to be so busy that you don't know if you're coming or going, will you destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, meons. And busy doesn't mean all business or all career or all work. Busy could be that you've got, you know, an event on Friday night with some friends and then Saturday morning you're going to that ski day at the ski hill and uh, Sunday night you're going to cook dinner for family or like, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot of times when we hear busy or adding to your life, you just kind of go straight into uh, the business aspect or the work aspect. That's not it. It's like every area of your life is every area of your life fulfilling you. Are you fulfilled? Is there more that you could be adding? And just ask for it, you know? Be really bizarre and actually ask for what you'd like. Like, maybe you don't have the friends that you'd like to play with, or maybe they're not local. You know, on social media now, it's so easy to have friends all over the planet and also kind of like to sit back and go, oh, man, I wish they lived closer. What if you asked for friends that really nurtured you to that lived closer. Like, what if we really start asking for what we desire? So anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and create it all. 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine Padpock shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, I am off to facilitate some phenomenal classes in Winnipeg. I'm so excited and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.